great use for the smartphone, analyzing heart sounds. Researchers have developed software that can convert heart sounds audio into a visual waveform to help clinicians be able to interpret heart sounds accurately. Well, welcome to the Nurse Tutor Podcast from David Woodruff, the editor of Critical Care Nursing Made Incredibly Easy. Here we share tips and time savers that are useful and understandable. As of today, there are over 15 million cases and 290,000 deaths from COVID-19. Hopefully we'll learn a little bit more about COVID-19 so that we can try to decrease these huge numbers of cases and deaths. But right now, we don't know a whole lot about it, so stay safe and mask up. There are many challenges that face our healthcare workers when we're trying to assess heart sounds. There's a lack of experience with practicing heart sounds interpretation in many schools and nursing and in other professions. We have difficulty with getting some really good experience in listening to heart sounds. We may listen to them on a mannequin or we may listen to them occasionally or intermittently, but we don't get a lot of really solid experience with heart sounds. Uh, The complexity of the heart sound discrimination makes it difficult to be able to interpret our heart sounds. There's a lack of clinical application for many nurses in that some heart sounds are chronic and so that really does not provide a lot of new information for the nurse who's doing the assessment. Nurses may agree with physician or resident assessment due to the uncertainty of their own assessment skills rather than sticking to their guns and saying, hey, I think this is a particular sound. They may go along with what other people have assessed just because uh, they're uncertain about their own skill. So in addition to teaching heart sounds in nursing school and in clinical practice, There are also some researchers that are looking at developing an app for the smartphone. The app uses a microphone that is attached to the stethoscope, and then it records the heart sounds and compares them to known visual waveforms of what different heart sounds are supposed to sound like. The clinician can then determine the sound using the audio and visual representations. So they listen to the sound, they heard it, and then they can look at the visual representations and see how closely it matches up to those visual representations of the sound that they thought that they heard. Not only is this a good learning tool and helps novices recognize heart sounds in real time, but it's also a good tool for being able to validate some of those more difficult sounds that are hard to hear. Some future directions with using our smartphones in clinical practice include a pattern recognition software that is similar to what we're doing with heart sounds for breath sounds and being able to analyze breath sounds, not only to determine which ones are maybe fine crackles and which ones are wheezes, but also to be able to distinguish certain types of illnesses. And uh, we talked uh, a couple weeks ago about being able to diagnose COVID by listening to breath sounds and the patient's cough. But we still need some studies to be able to determine if using smartphone apps not only improves the caregiver's recognition of those different sounds, but also if it decreases mortality or hospital readmission rates and improves care. 
Well, here's another novel angle for using a smartphone, and that is to record discharge instructions. Many of our patients now are using their smartphone and a recording app on their smartphone to be able to record discharge instructions. So, you know, we give our discharge instructions to the patient, oftentimes very complicated instructions, especially with our cardiac patients and patients who've had multiple medical problems. They get very detailed and complicated instructions in a short period of time. And even though we write them down in a way that sounds good to us and makes a lot of sense to us, a lot of times my patients don't understand the instructions. So many of our patients now are using their smartphone and recording your discharge instructions in order to be able to play them back later to review what the instructions were and to clarify some of the confusion that they may have. Now, if you go back to learning theory and recognize the fact that we don't remember all of what we hear. So if we hear it and we see it, uh, it improves our recognition, but uh, oftentimes our patients are going to go home and they're going to forget some of the instructions we gave them. Remember, too, that your patient is probably not thinking about the discharge right now. They're thinking about getting out of there and going home. So they're a little distracted, and when you start giving them instructions, they may not be hearing all of the instructions you're giving. In addition to having complicated discharge plans, oftentimes we're also talking about medications and other types of treatment options with our patients. And that's often reviewed very rapidly so that patients can have a little bit more information. We've also found that patients will often express understanding of their instructions despite lacking the knowledge, and as much as 50% of the information recalled may be inaccurate, and that number increases over time. And there's a lot of problems that our patients would have with ineffective discharge communication. For example, patient safety issues, treatment adherence, and a 30% increase in readmission rates in those patients who do not understand their discharge instructions. So, enter the recorded discharge instruction. Lots of implications here for nursing. First of all, it gives us another modality for being able to provide discharge instructions to our patient if they are recording them. So we know that they can go back over them again and listen to the instructions again. We may be able to give more detailed information this way, knowing that the patient can go back and review the detailed information at a later time. However, there's also some implications for our legal practice. So if you're giving discharge instructions and you misspeak, that might be something that is recorded and then played back later, and the patient may take an action that's inappropriate based upon the words that you misspoke. Lastly, in a little turn of events here, we found that using art is a, an effective teaching tool for helping nursing students to be able to identify heart sounds. Okay, that little pause there just wasn't a blip in the recording. I wanted to let you think about that for a moment, using art and music to help our students to be able to recognize heart sounds and breath sounds. So what they found was with art that uh, it helped to increase the students' reflective abilities, their empathy, their communication skills, and sensitivity toward patients. In the music training, what they did was a three-hour music training session that focused on pitch and rhythm and masking so that 
students got the opportunity to be able to really listen to components of music and then be able to relate those components of music to the same kinds of things that they're going to be hearing with heart and lung sounds. So the change in the pitch, the change in the rhythm, the change in the uh, the, the timber of the the music, and how that associated with changes in heart sounds and lung sounds and bowel sounds. The next step in the process then was to listen to some synthesized sounds. So we had some really good synthesized sounds that gave the patterns and the pitch to be able to help with recognition. Then lastly, they followed that by some recorded patient sounds so that students then were able to use what they had learned from the music and then take it into the synthesized sounds, and then finally to be able to relate that information to those recorded sounds. Amazing findings from this study. They found that it increased heart sound interpretation by 200%. Lung sound interpretation increased by 50%, and bowel sound interpretation increased threefold. That is really dramatic and better than anything that we found so far in being able to teach auscultation skills to our students. So by learning about and analyzing elements of music, students were able to detect elements of patient sounds that indicate pathophysiology. Some really interesting stuff happening in nursing research. Nurses and physicians have difficulty correctly identifying heart sounds, and smartphone apps are being studied for assistance with identifying heart sounds and breath sounds accurately. Smartphones may also be helpful for patient discharge. Check your hospital policy for guidance and restrictions on smartphone use, though. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more about how to manage patients who may be having acute disorders and to promptly intervene, check out our Nursing Emergencies program at thenursingprof.com. Thank you for joining me this week. This is David Woodruff, and until next time, bye now.